Michael Tucker here with the Real Estate Success Podcast. And today we have a very special guest with us. But before we jump into that, I just want to let you guys know, Happy New Year. It's another year here in um, Kentucky. I don't know where you're listening from, but thank you for tuning in. It's going to be an awesome year of many podcasts and a lot of trainings for you guys um, especially all you all that want to flip your first property or your next property. And today's guest actually has found very, very, uh, I would say, I want, okay, we're not going to say super fast success because he's he's been in the game for a little bit, but he's seen some very good success over the past year. And so my hope is through this conversation with Tucker, that's his name, um, you know, our conversation can hopefully help you get off the ground running fast. And there's a lot of you all right now, you're like, I don't know where to start. Well, listen, he has a story that can relate to a lot of you all, you know, working a W-2 job, um, you know, wanting to flip houses, wanting to get in real estate. And he did it. He's just like you. You can do exactly what he did. So my hope is that this would inspire you. So buckle in, get ready. Oh, and reminder at the very end, um, we're going to give, we're going to do this for one more week. We're giving away some tickets to my friend, David, Simplified Investing um, Conference, Beach Bash Conference. So make sure you stay to the very end to hear how you can win that. So Tucker, man, welcome to the show. How's it going? Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm doing well. Awesome, bro. Well, um, give everybody a quick rundown a little bit about who you are and what you do in real estate, and then we'll jump in and talk a little bit about what you got going now. Yeah, so my name's Tucker Pinion. I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska, and uh, my dad had some rentals uh, growing up, and so I grew up doing kind of the maintenance on those. Uh, he he gave me the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad when I was 16, uh, and it was at that time when I knew I wanted to be in real estate. Uh, I just really didn't didn't know how at the time, and so um, just still going. Uh, graduated high school, uh, going to college, and I wanted to start getting to flipping houses. Uh, so I thought the best way to do that was start working construction. So uh, I started a construction job, learned learned quite a bit working construction, and then uh, started getting into flipping and wholesaling and wholesaling. So love it, man. So it sounds like your family's always had a kind of their one foot into the real estate, one foot out kind of deal. And you know, a lot of people, they don't even have family members that have any experience. Do you feel like your dad being partially in real estate growing up kind of helped you get to where you are today? Definitely. Yeah. It, it got my foot in the door uh, to to look at properties and see how they work, how the rentals work. And uh, since he self-managed them growing up, now he has a, a property management company, but since I kind of grew up managing those, it really opened my eyes to the rental part of real estate. Love it, man. Yeah. You, I feel like you definitely had an advantage, but you know, even with an advantage, you still have to put in the work. It's not like you just had it. That's the one thing people look at you and like, well, your family was in real estate. You got a head start. Not necessarily just because someone has family members that are in real estate doesn't mean that they have an advantage. Okay. Um, Tucker had to work just like we did. He had to put in the grind, the late nights, he had to do things. And I'm, I've been watching his journey on Facebook. So I know this for a fact, but now you look, you look at his life and he's within like your, within like you getting your first official deal done. I think that was like almost a year ago. If I'm not, if I'm not wrong, correct. Or if I am wrong, correct me. Um, but you know, with right after that, he, you know, quickly got what 12 deals within your first seven months after getting your first one. Is that right? Yep. Yep. I remember I closed my first deal, um, May 28th of 2021. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, so let's jump right on in, man. Like you, you get this first deal in May, you close Mm -hmm. on it. 
you do it. Awesome. You're pumped up. Like, how do you do an additional 12? Like people don't usually, they scale up so slow. How were you able to go from literally one to 12 in seven months? Like that, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing direct to seller marketing. So direct mail uh, is my, my only marketing channel as of, as of now. And uh, that getting that first one just really boosted my confidence. And then just got one a couple of weeks later and then the ball kept rolling. And then I just kept uh, talking to sellers with confidence and closing deals that way. So love it. Nothing but hard work, right? Consistency mm-hmm. and hard work. And so it's, it's pretty interesting to hear that you're only doing direct mail. And, I, and that's what I love about real estate is if you find one marketing channel that works for you, stick with it. For me, I'm all organic, right? We do Facebook groups, Facebook marketplace, word of mouth, and we stay busy. But you found that direct mail works for you. So tell me a little bit about your direct mail campaigns. Are you currently, and for everybody listening that maybe you're just jumping in, direct mail is literally where you send like postcards, handwritten letters, yellow pad letters, and you send them out to people's mailbox. But are you in like a big town? Or is this like something you're doing like on, you know, um, suburban areas outside of these bigger cities? Uh, it It's in Lincoln, Nebraska. It's fairly big, about a quarter of a million million people, but Omaha is the biggest uh, city in Nebraska. So uh, I'll, I'll branch out to there hopefully uh, this, this year actually. So um, yeah, it's, it's in Lincoln. So it's a fairly good size. Okay, cool. And so here's my question. Uh, well, I have multiple questions cause I'm just so baffled. I'm like, man, this guy, he's awesome. He's, he's crushing it right now. And so here's multiple questions. One out of those 12 deals that you done last year, 12 or 13, um, how many of them were flips, hotels, wholesale deals? Um, what was kind of like the percentage there? Because I know you had a mix of everything. Yeah. So, uh, probably flips and probably wholesales were probably the two that I did most. Um, but a a combination of everything. Okay. Uh, But yeah, I'd say flips and, and wholesales probably. Love it, man. And so that's the power of buying a house, right? When you hear guys, when you hear this all the time in trainings and podcasts, like you make your money when you buy, right? And we talk about this all the time. It's literally you create options when you buy a house at the right price. When you find a great deal, you have many options like Tucker is, he could either flip it, he could either wholesale it. He's found that um, that sweet spot where he can have options. And so for you all that are just getting in, you're like, I don't know what to do. Focus on finding good deals. Focus on finding great deals, not just good deals, my bad, great deals. And then you can have many options and you know you can find success like Tucker is. So you're doing these direct lead or direct to seller, direct mail campaigns. Who are you targeting? Is it just like people that are behind on their taxes or is this like a secret list that you're hitting and you're finding major success? No, there's really no secret to what I'm doing. I'm pulling probably all the same lists that everyone else is pulling. Um, foreclosure, bankruptcy, you know, all the all the vexations. And then uh, the way I segment my data for marketing uh, so that I only hit one record, um, don't hit them like the same time I, I segment it into vacant uh, bucket, four buckets, vacant, uh, stacked, which is on two properties or, or two lists or more. Right. And then vexations. So it's only on one list, but it's one of those vexations like bankruptcy, uh, foreclosure. And then the last one's equity, which is um, if I'm going to do more bulk marketing. But 
uh, since it's direct mail, I just kind of focus more on my vacant bucket and my stacks. So if it's on, on two or more lists and uh, just hitting those prospects over and over. So my, my vacant uh, bucket, I hit every single month. Cause I mean, that's probably a deal month that I'm bringing in just from hitting that vacant bucket alone. So I'm focusing on those right now. I love it, man. So you don't have to be doing anything special when it sounds like from this conversation I'm hearing, and again, chime in here if, if you want, it sounds like that it's just being consistent. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to know how many you've, you've been hitting vacant, the vacant list. How many times, how many times have you sent mailers out to vacant list? Uh, seven or eight months in a row just the- okay okay seven or eight months in a row and a lot of people they only put money in marketing and hit them one or two times right and so would you say that you hitting those lists multiple times has been a big factor of your success right now yeah yeah i think it's very rare that someone picks up your letter and it's the first time you know most of these sellers are, i've been getting your letters and then they finally call um it's just it's just timing for the sellers whenever it hits them at the right time. And when they're ready, they're going to call you. So as long as you keep consistent with it, you're going to, you're going to get deals. Love it, dude. That's, that's awesome. So, you know, you get your first deal in May. Do you automatically quit your W2? Because there's like some people that are watching right now. They're like, man, Tucker, I am where you were at May of 2021. I've done a deal. I've done two deals. I am scared to jump out of the boat, man. I am scared to go out there and swim. Mm -hmm. Did you just jump in or what was that process between you transitioning from W2 to being a full-time investor? Yeah. So I had probably, I think I was on like my third deal when I quit and I actually quit my job sort of on accident. Um, so my, my mentor here in, in my local market, uh, I, we meet once a week. And so I was actually, my construction company was based in Omaha, but we always worked in Lincoln. But in this, in this case, we were uh, doing, they needed help on a project in Omaha. So I was commuting for a couple of weeks. And so we were trying to find a time to meet. Um, and so my mentor was like, hey, when can we meet? And I said, it's going to be pretty limited, either early in the morning or late at night because I'm, I'm commuting. Um, and so he, he kind of asked me, how much do you make at your job? And I told him, and then he offered me a little bit more, said, come work for me. And so that's when I quit. And then actually he didn't have a ton of work lined up for me. So it forced me to work full-time on real estate, um, which was kind of unexpected. I really didn't expect to be going full-time, but because there wasn't a whole lot of work kind of got me out of that comfort zone and, and pushed me to uh, go full-time into real estate was so love it. And so what would you say to those people right now that are there, you know, in that spot, they have to make a tough decision. Are they going to bet them themselves? Are they actually going to, you know, do something about their life and change, get out of their comfort zone, or they have this decision of, Hey, I'm going to stay comfortable for a bit. What would you say to those people? Do you have any words of advice or wisdom? Yeah, I'd say just make the jump. And in my case is my mentor who, pushed me to make that jump, uh, by offering me a job and, and that way. So, uh, I'd say just make the jump. And if you're consistent with your marketing, it's all gonna uh, fall into place. So love it, man. And that's, that's definitely what I've found as well. You know, whenever I first got, um, you know, started full time, I had a big decision to make and, you know, I was sitting at a conference 
um, by Quentin Flores, who's been on our podcast. Some of you guys know Quentin. Um, and we were sitting there and, um, you know, I had this decision when Carlos Reyes, I don't know if you know, Carlos Reyes is all, he's famous on Instagram, mm-hmm. but he was speaking and he came on and he was like, talking about this topic of betting on yourself and how there's a lot of people in the crowd. He was saying that they're not willing to bet on themselves. And that's not why that's why they're not winning. And that was me. And I fat, I sat there, my heart was being tugged. It felt like God was telling me, Hey, it's time to jump. And I did. And it was the greatest decision of my life. And so for 2022, there's a lot of you guys listening to this right now. You just need to jump. You need to bet on yourself. And it may not mean quitting your job right now, but it may mean starting something that's always been on your heart. It may mean going out there and talking to that person that you've been avoiding for so long. This year may be the year you need to get out of your comfort zone and bet on yourself, bet on your strengths, bet on your skills. Because for some of you guys, you've been playing it safe for too long. So you're right now, man, you're doing this full time. Mm-hmm. You know, you're flipping some houses, you're doing some wholesale deals. Are you the only one on your team now? Or are you trying to scale up? What's that kind of look like? Yeah, it's just uh, me and my wife helps out uh, as well. Um, and so I really, cause I've been like stuffing my own letters and printing them out and stuffing them. So I, I got that outsourced. Uh, you know, I had some family who was kind of helping me stuff all these letters. Uh, but yeah, it's just, uh, me and, uh, my brother's helping a little bit and my wife, uh, cause you know, my brother kind of wants to learn uh, real estate as well. So, um, yeah, he's kind of helping me, but it's as far as that, that's as far as it goes. Right. And so your wife, was she supportive of you quitting your W-2 and like all this going on, like you getting real estate or was this something like she was kind of like little on the fence, like eh, maybe because, you know, some people struggle with this. Some people struggle with a spouse that's not on board with what they're doing. And so I kind of want to like, know, like, how was yeah. that experience you transitioning from W-2 to full-time investor? Yeah, she completely supported me. It's And so I'm so grateful for that because uh, without that, I would have never done that and we wouldn't be where we are. So, um, yes, she she supported me and my parents were a little bit kind of uh, skeptical about it. But uh, it, like I said, it all turned out the, in the end. So uh, just having that support from my wife really made me push me to do it. Love it, dude. And it's again, you're going to always have people who they say they want you to win. I'm not talking about your parents in this way. There's people that say they want you to win, but when it comes for you to do the things that you need to do to win, they don't like it. And there's going to be a lot of people who don't understand where you're at in life. If you're listening to this right now, they just don't understand. We live in a world that is selfish. And I want to say this very lightly because I don't want to offend anybody, which I guess it don't really matter if I offend anybody, but we live in a world where people just think of themselves. Okay. People think of themselves And they look through the lives of other people through their own lens, right? And so you got to realize that when you're going out there and wanting to achieve certain things and people, if they don't support you, it's because they're looking at your life through their lens, right? How do you fit into their picture? You have to ask yourself that. Like if somebody's giving you grief, they're giving you, you know, how do you play in their life? How do you play the role in their life? And for you, bro, I mean, you were, you're probably the little baby, right? They've always seen you as a little kid. And, you know, so they, they, they probably were a little skeptical because they didn't want to get you to get hurt. And so just as you guys are going about in 2022, and as you hit brick walls, as you go out there and you hit people that are being negative, negative towards your vibes and towards, um, you know, what you're wanting to do, 
don't get discouraged. Keep going forward. I mean, just the other day, for example, when was it? Two weeks ago, uh, maybe a week and a half ago, someone came up and they were, we sold a house and apparently uh, the person that bought the house wasn't too fond of it because it needed work, but we sold it as is. We just turned around and resold the house. And then they bought the house they were in over their head and they, you know, that put a bad taste in their mouth. We sold it as is. We, they knew it needed work. They got an inspection, but people, you know, they got upset and, you know, there's a lot of negativity around that, but you got to realize that, you know, you, I can't let their negativity stop them. Their, in, um, their ignorance towards doing due diligence stopped me from going out there and living out the life I want. Um, I'm not going to go too deep into that. That's just a, a different conversation for another day, but um, but man, so what's kind of your long-term goal? And I always love bringing on like beginning investors because this is going to obviously probably change as you grow as an investor, but what right now, like, what are you shooting for? What are like the big goals in 2022 as we kick off this new year? Yeah. So uh, my goal for 2022 is to do 40 deals. Um, that's pretty much how I got that is basically doubling uh, what I did uh, pretty much. So yeah, my goal is to do 40 deals. I know that's going to be a lot. So I'm kind of preparing for that because that's like almost one a week. Um, so I, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try to do 40 and then just pick out. Are you going to try or are you going to do 40? I'm confused. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do 40. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, so I'm going to pick out a few rentals out of, out of those. So I think not a whole lot, maybe four or five. Cause I really just want to work on increasing my, my active income in, in that sense. So the, with the flipping and the wholesaling, uh, so just grab a few rentals out of those cherry pick the ones that I, that I like. And then, yeah, as far as long-term, obviously I think living through passive income, whether that be building a business and hiring the right people and having passive income that way or, uh, through, through rentals. So long-term those, those are my goals. Awesome, man. And so marketing wise, what do you have to do to get there? Is that something that you just literally double your marketing costs that you're spending? Or is that you expanding markets? What do you feel like? And what is, you know, you just consulting with your mentor? What's that kind of look like from your perspective? Yeah, I think a little bit of both. I'm going to increase my marketing budget. And then I'm also going to uh, do a new marketing strategy. So I'm going to try Facebook ads. Um, Awesome. So yeah, so I, I really focused on direct mail um, and I didn't spread myself thin where I got into all these different marketing strategies. I went all in on direct mail. So now that I kind of got that figured out, I'm going to go to Facebook ads, figure that out. Um, and so increase my costs in direct mail and uh, Facebook ads. And, and then that's kind of how I'm going to do it. Love it, man. Well, let me know how the Facebook ads go. You know, we, we did Facebook ads probably, I would say two years ago and it worked out phenomenally. Um, you know, if I would have known what I have known now, I did it right when I started out in real estate, I was like, you know what? I'm good at digital marketing. I've done Facebook ads. I'm going to try it. And I was getting leads for like five, 10, $15 per lead. And I was like crushing it, but I didn't have the knowledge and the skills to close them. And looking back now on Facebook ads, I probably should have closed like two or three deals out of <laughs> what I had. Um, but I just, I just didn't. Cause at the time I wasn't in that, um, that spot and that I didn't have that much growth as an investor. So dude, I know you're going to crush it. You know, um, if I was pulling leads 
as a very newbie, I know you're going to bro. So, um, you're going to crush that area and let's, let's have you back on later on in the year to hear how you're doing on your goals and um, how you're doing on the Facebook ads. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's encouraging to hear your story because, you know, in a time where there's a lot of uncertainty about the real estate market, you're like, you're just taking the bull by the horns and making it work. There's a lot of people right now. They're saying, Hey, I'm kind of going to play it safe because I don't know what's going to happen, but you're out there crushing it when other people are playing it safe. And so this should be encouragement for everybody that's listening right now. That's like, yeah, I don't know if there's going to be a crash. I don't know what's going to happen, which we don't know that either. Tucker and I, we don't, but either way, Tucker's choosing to take advantage of the time at that hand and make um, build wealth while doing it. So that should be encouraging for you guys. And um, that's another conversation, the market changes and everything like that's another conversation for another day, but Tucker, man, um, you know, as we end this out, bro, um, first off, just want to say thanks for being on here and thanks for sharing your story. But lastly, you know, I kind of just want, you know, you gave some advice earlier about the W2, but what is some advice that you would get just for anybody, you know, that's, uh, maybe they want to get started in real estate and they want to start flipping houses. Yeah. Or maybe they just want to, you know, maybe do, you know, five, 10 more deals this year. What's just some like practical advice you'd give to people? Yeah. So kind of how I started is pick one marketing strategy and stick to it, learn it and do it consistently. Uh, when I first started or doing a little bit of direct mail, I did a couple hundred mail pieces here and there. And it really didn't start taking effect until I uh, was consistent with it and did a lot of it. Um, and so yeah, that's what I'd say is pick a marketing strategy, get consistent with it and, and start bringing in leads that way. Man, something so basic, but something, you know, oftentimes hard to do. A lot of people, when I see them getting real estate is that's the hard thing. They're like, Michael, I, I've built my team. I feel like I have good funding. Now I just need to find the deals. And how do you find deals in a hot market like we're in today? He just gave the key right there, man. Being consistent, being people's faces, more than your competitors. Mm-hmm. Listen, guys, doing one batch of mailers or of direct mail isn't going to find you success. Looking on Facebook groups or Facebook marketplace one day out of the year is not going to find you deals. Doing Facebook ads for three days is not going to get you deals. Okay. So um, thanks, man, for sharing that and reminding us the power of consistent action. But uh, again, man, thanks for coming on. Uh, I can't wait to see your growth. If you got, where can people follow you at, bro? If they wanted like to hop on and just like follow your journey and see what you're up to. Yeah, yeah. So on Instagram, it's just Tucker Pinion. That's Tucker P I N Y A N, and then on Facebook as well. Those are my two main platforms. So. Awesome. Well, what I'll do is I'll drop uh, the links below for you guys to follow him. Make sure you do so. Shoot him a message. Just let him know that you came for my podcast and that you um, enjoyed this show. But guys, just a reminder that we are giving away three tickets to the Simplified Investing Beach Bash. My mentor, David Hughes, is hosting a big get-together down in Sarasota, Florida. If you guys are ready to escape the winter, you want to get down to where it's warm, sunny, um, and put your so- toes in the sand. I about said so's, but the toes in the sand. Um, definitely join us. It's at the end of January. I believe it's January 27th through the 29th, but you have a chance to win a ticket. And how you can win is by um, subscribing to this podcast wherever you're listening. If it's Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and then leaving us a review. And what I'm going to do is actually next week, we're going to draw on some names, 
pick three winners to go down to Florida with me and uh, with all of our friends for free. So make sure you subscribe and leave a review on this podcast and we'll be picking you guys next week. Again, guys, thanks for being here for another episode of the Real Estate Success Podcast. Tucker, thanks for being here, bro. Um, Again, we'll see you guys next week. Let's crush 2022. And I can't wait to see you guys win. God bless you guys and have a great week.